It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect, and I'm here to let you know you're holding yourself back. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis or your own radio show or something that the world's never even heard before, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership for the newbies out there. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started so you can start affecting the masses. And remember your boy Dreams believed in you before you even started your show. So please don't switch up on me. Remember me when you make it to the top. That's all I ask. I gotta tell you that you're dying tonight. We got an Italy on the water. Me and Street recording. Smoking weed. Smoke a dope. Drinking a little lean. I actually did good. I ain't drinking but a paint this whole tour. Yeah. On tour. I don't miss my son's birthday. It's on July the 15th. No, I, I low key like really see people ride past on boats right now. I do it up. Just to just depend how sweet. You know what I'm saying? That major. Nah. Told the lawyer that my brother ain't going back to prison. I don't give a f if I got to turn it. Jehovah Witness. I'm just seeking for God's soul cause I know something's missing. Come a day go South Boston and I came from pen and pension. Came out the struggle, I really had lost a brother. Got to fight with a date with the sheriff, I almost lost my brother. And that's funny. Now, legacy is a thing that requires a high quality along with consistency. As far as leaving a legacy, Young Thug has released two albums that have totally changed his perception, public perception, as an overall artist. If you look at the albums, the projects in the past that Young Thug has put out, he is the embodiment of what an artist is supposed to be. The way he experiments with different sounds, the way he experiments with his own. I always compliment Kendrick Lamar on his vocal inflection being some of the best I've ever heard from a rapper. But as far as also being able to sing, Young Thug's vocal inflection is just off the charts. Like the way he can manipulate his voice and turn it into an actual because your voice is automatically an instrument but young thug's voice and his different tones and keys he can hit is like unmatched he dives into rock type tracks he dives into hip-hop type tracks now he's diving into like punk type with which is titled punk but it's like he's done so many different genres that he really actually focuses on the music and making it to where you would understand why a certain album is called the way it is like 
Beautiful Thugger Girls was a strictly country type album, country R&B type album, and you can hear it throughout the whole album, the way he was just going through from track to track. All of them sounded country R&B influenced. It wasn't just Thugger Girls and he's just like rapping about country girls that he wants to sleep with. He was actually putting in country elements country musical elements that enhanced the track in a way that made you feel like he was actually going for that country R&B type vibe. Now will Thugger, uh, beautiful Thugger girls be played at your local country bar or club? Probably not, but at the same time him attempting that is still a credit to his artistry and that's like the same way I feel like with this album called Punk. The way that the drums is minimalized and the, I think, acoustic guitars, is that the way you say it? It's like the guitar strings that I've never really, I mean, I don't know if I paid attention enough, but the way that Young Thug uses guitars and less drums in his tracks is probably the most frequent out of any A-list rapper in today's game the use of guitars and less drums is not normal in the slightest it's it's not a normal thing to do let's just say that as far as hip-hop genre is concerned so young young thug already sets himself apart with that but then you get into how the different the versatility of him as an artist to be able to have from the likes of Jeff Basker to Little Double O, it's just like that's a that's a huge range of 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 artistry. Like that's not like oh okay, I'm going from Little Baby to Little Dirk, or I'm going from Little Dirk to Polo G. I'm going from the likes of a Post Malone, switching it up and going with a. With the, like a, a T-Shine. A T-Shine. And then, or, switch it up and go with Mac Miller. And then, on the on another track, end up rapping with Juice World. You know, the, the versatility is unmatched with Young Thug. As, as far as being an artist. With this whole album, though. I don't want to, the only. I want to say this is a critique. This is kind of a critique. 2021 maybe because of the pandemic but it's been the most feature friendly like what am i trying to say it's been the most feature heavy based projects we've had and in a while so i don't know if it is if it's because of the pandemic that a lot of artists was reaching out to artists they've been wanting to collab with and the pandemic <laughs> the pandemic just put them in a place to where they can actually succeed in that because like there's not too many ways you can put out albums with with just yourself like unless you're like a R&B slash country slash rapper like there's not too many ways you can make your album different so features help. I'm not one of those that's like, I don't want to hear any features. But I do want to hear you 
more on the album than other people and for these feature heavy type projects coming out i don't know if it has something to do with the pandemic but as far as young thug is concerned and the punk album it is very feature heavy but the features do add to each track but it makes me view it more as a mixtape than an actual album like for me I want to put this in my top five albums of 2021, but what Rod Wave was able to do solely by himself, I don't think can be pushed to the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's already al- albums like Drake, Kanye, J. Cole um, album was, was more of himself with more features, but it wasn't like a bunch of features. It was more solely himself. Then you have Rod Wave. And then you have Baby King, who's mostly himself. So I like to reward, not reward as far as I give money to, because of course these rappers make way more than uh, the average Joe. (laughs) So, but, but just saying in general, I like for albums to be solely that person's voice carrying the, the album. The only the only exceptions I made was from for Drake and Kanye, and you can probably guess why that ex- exception was made. So for Young Thug, I can't really give the same exception because for him, not saying he's not on the same well, he's not on the same level as Drake and Kanye. Like that's not a slight, I don't think. But for him to have so many uh, features, for me, it makes it view it more of a mixtape and doesn't. So it doesn't enter into my album of the year type nominees, if that makes sense. So getting into the actual track list of punk, it's very, it's not long. I mean, no, it's long. Okay, it's 20 tracks. That's that's a long album. Sometimes I have to realize that I listen to music more than like anybody. So album albums with 20 20 tracks for an average listener probably is like i don't know what to compare it to it's probably like they probably feel like it's like a, a week worth of music they have to listen to which to me is like i can finish it in probably the same day it comes out like it's not really that crazy because i like to dissect music at the pace that the masses are so i can kind of get a feel of what people are gravitating towards Cause when you're listening to music, you listen to a mu- you listen to a track for like what three to four minutes, and then you're on to the next one. So music is coming at a fast pace. Everybody's wanting to put out music. Everybody's wanting to listen to music, and that constant cycle is getting faster and faster as the years go by. So for this 20 track album, for me, I felt like it was fitting for artists like Young Thug, but for others, I feel like it may be a little much. So. Track number one, getting into Die Slow featuring Strict. I really like the track Die Slow, but once again, the features critique. I feel like he could have did this by himself. Having a feature on it makes sense because honestly, at this point, Young Thug is a legacy act. I'm not saying he's fell off. He's We're going to get into his sales, but he hasn't fell off, I don't think. But he's not towards the top of the game anymore. So he, I feel like he's a legacy artist at this point. Not saying you have to be at the top of the game to not be considered a legacy act. Because some, because some artists 
are not at the top of the game and they know no they're nowhere near being a legacy artist but with Young Thug, his track record, the albums he's put out in the past, he's definitely a legacy artist and an icon in the industry. For track number one, Die Slow, I feel like he could have did it for himself. But the reason I give more of a pass to Young Thug and why this album is still higher up on my album of the year list is because he's turning to more of a CEO. And you know, Young Thug's ear is becoming one of the best ears in hip hop, honestly. I mean, he, I don't know if he found Gunna, but every Atlanta artist, not I'm not saying like loves, like, oh my God, I love, I love Young Thug, but just like, they really gravitate towards Young Thug and they speak of him in a way that no, like the, the respect that Young Thug has in Atlanta is almost unparalleled. The only artist I can even compare to that is probably Gucci because Gucci had if you like if you don't have the respect of Gucci in Atlanta and you're from Atlanta making music then you might as well just stop rapping and just pick up a day job because you're not blowing up with beefing or not being fond of Gucci Mane like it's just not gonna happen so Gucci Mane would be number one but towards that ladder of influence and in finding young talent in Atlanta Young Thug's definitely one of the more prominent ones. And I feel like he's becoming more of a CEO and wants to put more artists on. So he's taking that role of, oh, I'm going to take him under my wing. I'm going to give him a track. And then he's going to repay. Well, now he doesn't have to, but it would be nice, you know what I mean, if he did a track with me when he got super big. I mean, just look at Lil Baby. So not saying that Young Thug found Lil Baby. I'm just saying, like, Young Thug has a respect of a lot of Atlanta artists and that's not normal like you can have beef with artists but if you have beef with an artist like Young Thug or Gucci then good luck trying to make tracks in Atlanta because it's not gonna go well <laughs> or, or trying to get features in Atlanta because it's not gonna go well Track number two, Stressed, featuring J. Cole and T. Shine. This is the first. Tra- this is the first snippet I have for the track, as or not for the track. I have for the album, as I really like the album. Well, of course I like the album. What am I saying? I, I like the track, Stressed. But of course, Jermaine comes with one of the worst guest verses of 2021. I don't know what he was doing. He was just screaming all over the track. He was shouting out his. His, his cousin, his uncle, his grandparents. I think he even shouted out his, uh, his his local drug dealer. Like, I don't know what he was, I don't know what message message he was getting across. Like, I could tell he was stressed by his delivery, but his, his actual quality of lyrics that he put into his verse, now that stressed me out. So, uh, this is the first snippet I have for the album. But mostly because I really like the way Young Thug comes on the track. Like, when I tell you Young Thug's the top as far as vocal inflection, like, I really mean that. Like, he's an actual singer, and he has a great voice. So, yeah. Um, This is the first snippet I have for the album. And you can hear Stressed featuring J. Cole and T-Shine right now.
trying to hear that part but anyways jay um anyways young thug really carried that track i, I feel like it, it's one of the best tracks on the album honestly that's why i played the snippet for it as i feel like young thug went crazy maybe he finessed jermaine into being on the track for sales but that's the only reason i could think of of why he would even keep this verse on the track like you know how if you have a person like jermaine drake or kendrick on the on the track you try to put them last because of course the bars usually have more quality than anybody else who's on the track he put teach no this not like i don't even want to disrespect teach i just want to say teach had a great verse and he young thug put teach at the at the end of the track because his verse was just better than jermaine's like jermaine was literally like the glue between Young Thug and T-Shine's verse. And I really like the way Shine came on the track. I like the way Thug started off the track, really engaging with the different ways he was playing with his voice and the singing in the background. All of that is just Young Thug being Young Thug. But Shine's verse at the end really adds another dynamic that makes this track one of the best tracks off of the album. Meanwhile, Drake, J. Cole was definitely living up to the stress title by stressing me out with that terrible verse. It was it was like one of the worst verses. It, it was it, it was literally one of the worst guest verses of, of 2021. Like if y'all can let me if y'all can click my link tree, let me know on one of my social medias. Let, let me know what what that man Jermaine was saying in that in that verse. Then then I don't know. I maybe it'll make me feel less stressed whenever listening to listening to that track because I, I swear i listened to the track now after like after jermaine's about to come on i skipped right to shine's verse like that's just how i feel so anyways uh, oh uh, other than that that's a great track track number three um, stupid slash asking i really don't remember that track so maybe that's bad on my part so i'm really not gonna speak on that because i don't remember that track track number four recognize real featuring gunna I really like that track. I feel like Young Thug and Gunna has a certain dynamic that needs to be explored more. I'm not saying they need to make a collab album because I'm, I'm not saying Young Thug doesn't make great collab albums, but I'm just saying like I'm tired of every. It's, it seems like every month I'm looking around, Young Thug or Future has a collab album with another up and coming artist, which is not a bad thing because I bet you they was probably the ones that those artists. Uh, I bet you Young Thug and or Future was probably the, the reason those artists even started rapping which is why they have so many collab albums but which is the, which was the case because of juice world and, and future but at the same time like it's it can be it can even be a little much just for it's um even for me track number five contagious oh that track that 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 chorus contagious is is like 
like a ult is is the 24 7 mood like the whole contagious like i wish being real was contagious because i keep showing love and other people be faking like i just I really like that chorus and I feel like that's just such a mood for most people in going through life and it's just a, such a great overall message in the track. So Contagious is one of my favorite tracks, but it's not a snippet I'm gonna play. Track number six, Peeping Out the Window featuring B Slime and Future. When I tell you Future must have had enough of the cr uh, critiques, he came out swinging. He was like, yeah, I know y'all keep saying I fell off, but I got this bezel, I got this watch, I got this Bentley, kids are taking care of, family, generational wealth, buy your whole family. Like, he just started spazzing for no reason on the chorus. Like, I was like, who who made Hendrix mad? Like, I was just, I, I was confused on how Future can honestly talk about him falling off in such a way that makes it seem like he hasn't fell off at all. Like, yeah, he may not be selling the most or even close to the top as far as hip-hop artists. Like, if Future put out an album at this point, the few, the sales not saying it would look crazy, but it may look a little, little funny in the light. But at the same time, he's saying, people saying he fell off, but, I mean, look at his lifestyle. He's still able to keep up a certain lifestyle, so obviously he's created something that has given him a certain lifestyle that you can never that that is not attainable to whoever's hating well not whoever because you know you do have rich haters but at the same time he's he's good he's basically saying that he's good and you saying i fell off musically but what about life like that's the whole message i got out of futures chorus and i just thought it was phenomenal track number seven rich you know, I am black, so technically I can't say this word, but because this is a podcast, no, not because it's a podcast, because this is a PG podcast, let me rephrase that. I'm not going to say the actual phrase that this tremendous artist called Juice World is featured on, but let's just say that the first word of the, of the track is called Rich, and it's basically talking about rich things that rich people do. So, as far as the Juice World track, the, the 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 way that I look at it, Young Thug and Future, um, Young Thug and Future, they they have a great dynamic too. Young Thug and Juice World have a certain chemistry that's undeniable. You listen to it, you're like, oh, these artists. You know how some artists don't mesh well at all. I was listening to. I forgot, I forgot her name. That's, that's, that's bad, too. Angel, Angelique? Not the girl from The Breakfast Club. I know her name. That's Angelique. I'm thinking of the... the, the it's the one on Hot 97, I believe. She did an interview with J. Cole. Like, it was just one-on-one. -on -one. I forget her name. But anyways, she was saying that some artists just don't mesh together. Like, you would be like, why don't this artist and this artist collab? Because... Radio wise, radio hits wise, whenever they collab, it's just not good at all. Like people say for the longest that artists like, well, I, I don't, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say any two artists because then you know people are gonna be like, oh, I love that because you know music is so subjective. But let's just say they don't have the biggest hits. Like 
if Drake and Jay-Z could go number one in the world every single time they made a track, I bet you they would. And But that's just not the case. With Juice World and Young Thug, not saying they go number one in the world as well, but they mesh in a way that the sales are definitely going to or reflect that chemistry because Juice World is already one of the more the highest selling artists, not of all time, but one of the highest selling artists and is still on track to outsell most of the hip hop artists that are alive at this current time. And so Juice World doing sales that's just astronomical. For the way that this track came together, came together. Young Thug's past tracks with Juice World have been off the charts. I mean, literally his So Much Fun track with Juice World, his Mannequin Challenge verse, for, for me, was was one of the verse, like one of the best verses that I heard that year. Like, it wasn't even that like deep as far as triple entendres. What? Well, yeah, no, even no, it was, but um, it wasn't that deep as far as message and like philosophy wise. Like, it, I didn't get the meaning of life out of it. But the way, the way that Juice World just went on the whole mannequin type flip, and he just was flipping words and double on triple entendres, like he was going crazy. And the way he came on the mannequin challenge verse was just a uh, track was just un unbelievable, honestly. With this track though, he also comes with a with a verse that is very very great. Uh, uh, very very good I don't know how that works um, <laughs> so uh, the mannequin challenge verse I believe is better I don't know if it's nostalgia but this rich verse is, is up there as far as far as Juice World's like not best verses but as far as his verses with other artists go like he, he definitely put his foot in with this feature so I'm glad Young Thug got this verse as you know people are probably trying to pay for it. Juice World. For, uh, features because obviously that's like an extra 50,000 in sales because Juice World's sales are just off the charts. Track number eight, Living It Up, featuring ASAP Rocky and Post Malone. Now, Post Malone is one is is a very interesting artist. He doesn't want to be a hip hop artist because he got tired of bl uh, black publications asking him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll never forget when Charlamagne asked him, so what what are you doing for the What are you doing for the Black Lives Matter movement? Like I will never forget that Charlamagne asked Post Malone, what are you doing for the Black Lives Matter movement? And Post Malone had no he had no clue in the world what that man was talking about. Like literally that froze him up like like it was just it was just so out of the blue. Like it was like yeah, so what's your favorite color? Yeah, you know, I really like that color. Hey, what are you what are you doing for the Black Clouds Matter? Like, it was just so out of the blue and just so spontaneous that it was just like Post Malone was just didn't have any he didn't have anything to say. And, and I don't blame down him, but still it's, it doesn't help that he's best friends with a guy like Justin Bieber who harmonized the N-word for more than like 10 seconds and it still still has a career to this day, but you know. I mean, what are you going to do? Track, oh yeah, I, I like that track. I thought that track was great. I just, you know, Post Malone, had to, I had to say that story. Track number nine, saying yeah, uh, three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very inspirational, very 
creative title if I would say so myself. Now I'm just playing. Let me let me stop. I really like that track. I like the way the track goes. It's a very lighthearted, just fun gym type track, like upbeat, getting ready for for I don't know whatever. And it's just a great track. Track number ten, halfway through the album. Ensure my wrist. Ensure my rich, <laughs> rich. Ensure my wrist. It's like a tongue twister. Featuring Gunna is a solid track. That's all I have. Track number 11, Scoliosis, featuring Little Double O. Now, this track stood out to me. I don't know why, but I really like Scoliosis. I feel like it was a great track. I feel like Little Double O came with it with the bars. You know, the ignorance was just at a high level. Like, it was definitely on... The ignorance was was over, was over 9,000 for those who watch DBZ. But, yeah. Yeah, that track was great. And then we get into track number 12. This is the second snippet I have for the entire album. And of course, like, you're already like, the track is called Bubbly. And I'm telling you, the, this, this track is going to bubble up to the charts, hopefully to number one. But the GOAT is on here, of course. I'm not even going to say his name. Like, at this point, if I say the GOAT, y'all got to have, y'all have to know who I'm talking about because I'm not explaining myself when it comes to who the GOAT is of this, of this hip-hop genre. And then we have Travis Scott. So, first of all, Travis Scott is, um, like, as far as auto-tune, he took it in a way, it was like, T-Pain walked so Travis Scott could fly, and I mean, fly to the to the high, high skies or, or the space, I, I don't know, so, somewhere that's, that's very high up. Um, so, so, so Travis Scott is very good with the whole auto-tune of course and the straight up and the it's lit and the auto uh, not the auto-tune the ad-lib that he adds to his verses just adds an extra layer to it then he came in the middle of the bar or the middle of his verse not the middle of the bar the middle of his verse he took a little pause and then he threw a squid game bar in there and it wasn't just like you know for me rappers who try to capitalize off of popular trends they come with the wackest bars or flips ever like literally corona came and everybody was like yeah i'm masked up no corona i was like but you literally have to wear masks wherever you go so like it doesn't make sense <laughs> and then with travis scott coming with the squid game bar it was more of a clever flip i really like clever flips i don't like flips for just the sake of putting a popular like like i don't like i don't like simple bars just to capitalize off of something popular like you have to make people think with the way you construct your words because at the same time if they're listening to you they're not going to be listening for long because the attention the attention span is not that long so you have to engage them and then say something that will stand out and then just leave them with it like just walk away and leave them with it so i like the way he came in he said quote which i think is one of the best quotes of, of 2021 as far as bars go but he, he said I hang with the snakes, no squids, because, you know, the whole snakes with, you know, with, with the whole rappers and talking about snakes and, and things of that nature. And he said he bust out the game with a 4-5-6. Now, honestly, let me tell you something. I have a confession to make. I was supposed to uh, look up the meaning of, of, of 
the I broke up the broke out the game with a four five six because I had no idea what that meant. Like honestly, I was like, okay, I know that's the main character, but I still don't know what that means. Like, what is a four five six? But it means. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Travis Scott was basically saying that he he. Uh, Travis. What? I'm so confused. Okay, I'm on Genius, and they're not giving me a, a clear explanation at all. Like, they're saying, Travis shouts out sh- uh, shouts out YSL. Oh, because, okay, I guess Snake goes with Young, young Thug. Oh, so, okay, so even that makes the bar even, cl- like, more clever. Like, hang with, came with the snakes, no squid. Snakes is notorious for Young Thug and YSL, the whole Gunna group, you know, it's, it's well, not Gunna, but the your whole Young Thug group with Gunna, you know, the snake is like their logo sometimes. Like, I think Young Thug, for one of his album rollouts, sent DJ Academics a live snake. Like, literally sent him a live snake. Like, I don't know if that snake is still alive to this day. He hasn't been, Academics hasn't been asked to ask about it, but last time he was asked about it, he, he said that he the snake was alive and well, and he feeds it mice, like, every day or something like that. I don't know, something crazy. And then he said he bust out the game with a 4-5-6. I think just, I don't know, maybe because, I mean, of course the main character, the number was 4 5 six. And the, the billion dollar prize was four five six. So maybe he say he bust out the game with a lot of money. So I guess Travis Scott is saying that he bust out the game, which is the hip hop genre. And he with 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 a lot of money. So I, I guess that's I, I guess that's what he was trying to do. Because I was supposed to look this up before I actually talked about it, but because I really like the bar. I still like the bar. Like it made more sense after I read it, even though genius has to make those things more clear because if I was confused on that then yeah the average fan that's yeah that's gonna be tough to anyways um so his verse was great obviously because I just spent a lot of time going over it but of course then we, then we get to the goat and then it's just like it, it like whenever the goat comes on and you just like you know is you know is him when they just switch, they they just have to switch the whole beat. You have to get rid of all that mediocre things. No, I'm just playing. Not mediocre, because I really like Young Thug and Travis part. But get rid of whatever y'all was doing, whatever y'all was on, on that track, Bubbly. Like, like Driz, I'm just going to say his name so y'all are not confused. Drake came in, probably heard him recording a verse. He's like, ooh, that, that's fire. Yeah, I want to put my, can I put my verse on this? You know, Young Thug's probably... You know, of course, it's, it's the GOAT, so what are you going to say? I mean, that's like an extra 50000 in sales. Drake, probably got in the studio, told the producer to change the beat, told him, made my voice sound like this, and then he just started singing. Like, I was just, I was confused. Like, I mean, he wasn't singing. singing. He was more of, like, holding a tone. Because he's not a singer, but, you know, he, like, croons. That makes sense. So, of course, then he comes, so he comes, comes with a whole new beat, whole new vibe, and I think it works. I honestly think his part added the extra element that was needed and definitely adds to the replay value. Because if you haven't noticed, the top hip hop tracks that have hit number one all have beat switches. The, the, there's not one beat that stays the same from beginning to end and that's went number one overall on the hip hop charts. They all have beat flips or beat switches so there's a beat there's another beat and then that's it like they 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 flip the beat and and well let me just say 
there's there hasn't been a, a hip-hop track in 2021 that's went number one with solely one beat throughout the whole track there's always been a beat well there's always been one or more beats included in the track so take of that what you will bubbly i don't know what it would do sales wise but for me i think it, it would definitely go number one but we'll see i mean with the goat on it and with travis on it you have a high possibility of getting into the top five but getting number one is a little tricky because that's when labels come into play track number 13 road rage i really like that track that's very oh hold up rewind <laughs> i have to play that's the second snippet for the album so i'm gonna play the, ver the young thug verse off of bubbly i'm not gonna play goat the goats part because you know you can go listen to that yourself, but this is a Young Thug review, so I have to be fair because I do like his verse off of here. So we're going to listen to Young Thug, and we're also going to listen to a little bit of Mr. It's Lit. So here is Bubbly with Young Thug, The Goat, and Travis Scott. About the blast like bubbly. I'm not waiting for her to say she love me. I can tell she f me, man. Trust me. I got a 10 year old me still like fuzzy. 325 on the dashboard. Riding the Porsche, rocking Tom Ford. I bought out Bernie's new Christian Dior. I took the jet to the New York store. She lit while I'm driving, I'm standing the floor. I took it on track, now I'm riding this boy. You stay in your feelings, you never my boy. I can't come to the hood, I pull a decor. Another body dropped and they my name. I'm going to LA on a private plane. Could never come back in my family straight. I'm touchable, no one too rich or too paid. Skeleton car. I got blood diamond spades Pull up too deep like a parade Oh, jealous Try to my pain Black star, Aurora's culling in rain I put my gas in my wrist In my neck, in my ears In my motherfucking chains Just drip out the trenches I know you gon' dig it I caught you deep off Plane. I cut up my wrist open wet and Coachella keep calling, they won't see the fame. I took her to China and changed up her climate and now she ain't talking the same. Five nights up still popping in rage and the SBR still living the range. I want her, she wanted the same and above same time, both glad that they came. Keep me a vibe, can't keep it contained. No, I keep me some dolls, always keep me in training. Tad a logo on the back of my brain. Don't ask me what the f am I thinking. Back of these walls, I'm full of that drink. It came through with a little entertainment. See ya. As you can tell, that track is amazing. By far the best track on this album. Not be not just because, not solely because the goat is on it, but that has a lot to do with it. Track number track number 13, Road Rage. I like that track. I thought it was solid. Track number 14, Faces. I really like the chorus off Faces. I feel like he goes in a place that you wouldn't expect them to go with Faces, and it just adds to the overall greatness of the album as Faces has a great chorus. Track number 15, Dropping Jewels, is just a great track overall. Track number 16, Fifth Day Dead. I really like that track. I don't like talking about death on albums because you saw what happened with the Notorious B.I.G. I feel like there's actually something attached to that, like whenever you put out those type of albums and those type of messages in your music, but I'm just going to move on. Track, track number 17, Icy Hot, featuring Doja Cat. One of the more unique tracks off of this album. Really showed the versatility as Doja Cat and Young Thug came on this track. Like, they just never made a, never made a hip-hop track in their, in their life. So, this Icy Hot track is, is definitely different, to say the least. And I really like it. So, it's not bad. I just feel like it's really different. And I, I think it's solid. 
track number 18, Love You More, featuring Gunna, Jeff Basker, and Nate Ruiz. Uh, that track's alright. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I know too much about that track. Track number 19, Hate the Game. I feel like the message is is, is good. The, the, the way he repeated the, the Hate the Game, like the whole catchphrase, Hate the Game, baby, like that whole, like repeating that could get annoying for some people but for me i thought it was slightly tolerable so i thought it was okay then track number 20 is just phenomenal now this is the third and final snippet i have for the album i feel like mac miller's verse i'm not even a mac miller person as well fan as far as like listening to him on a daily but his verse on here made me go back and like listen to, to some of his old music i feel like that's what happens with a lot of people who feature which is why they put out singles to capitalize off of being on a big name artist album but as far as with mac miller he's already a big artist and he also he released something like a deluxe edition of, of i don't know I, it was like a deluxe edition of, of swimming or faces it, it was something and so for for him to be on young thugs album and for the backstory, it's just so surreal. It's like, literally, they was making this track. And it was called The Day Before. And it was the day before he passed away. So it was very scary as far as how this worked out. And for Young Thug, he even said that he was like, he was like, is this a sign? Like, I don't, like, he didn't know what to think of it. And he was given that whole message. If you look up Young Thug interview Breakfast Club, you will hear him talking about it in full. But the whole message behind this track, it's not even about death. So it's like a weird way for him to have his final encounter with my Mac Miller working on the track this is the day before so it's kind of crazy but let, let well not kind of it's definitely crazy like insane but let's listen in, let's listen to day before we're gonna listen to a little bit of young thug then we're gonna get into mac miller's part so here it is day before young thug mac miller right now super different i even stood out on my own partners since a kid i've been a dresser thousand dollars i was my diamonds green Talk to him while I'm sleeping, yeah, yeah Swimming in the linen like the deep end, yeah, yeah All I ever needed was an alibi, yeah, yeah I don't need a reason, yeah Out of mind, so I keep busy Everything a hundred, I'll never leave a fifty, yeah Did my own halftime, info was simple What the you think I'm rich for? Why you think I'm always talking With my hand on my And the crib just turned to a strip shop That's what it is, though that's what it is, though. Yeah, well, leave me alone. Take it home. If it ain't another million, I ain't picking up the phone. Phony, it's always sitting on the phone. All I want some, baby, give a dog a bone. Yeah, yeah. I don't need a lot, but I got a lot. I don't need a lot, but I got a lot. Yeah. 200 for the whip in the parking lot. Everything cut and turn to a barbershop Swear I'm always shining Couldn't tell you if it's dark or not Just a couple things I thought about Yeah, yeah So yeah, as you can tell It was definitely different From the other features That Young Thug had on the album And I think it just Add to the overall Greatness of the album Which is why I believe 
this is one of the best albums of 2021 now if you have punk on your top three or number one or top five for the albums of the year list then i wouldn't be mad as punk is a great album just the way that i look at it a lot of features makes me think it's a mixtape and i only gave a pass for like two artists for having that many features and they're they're like the goats of this genre so i don't really like too many features on the album as you can tell but i feel like punk is a great album and definitely one of my favorite albums of the year so now that's really that's it for for the album as far as far as sales now that, that's what i really want to get into all and this is gonna be real short so many features you have young thug of course young thug this is his album anyways let me restart you have you have the goat drizzy drake you have jermaine you have juice world you have post malone you have doja cat you have mac miller and you still only sell 85 to 95,000. Makes me feel like features don't even matter anymore in this day and age. Or maybe Young Thug's not at a place sales-wise as we thought he was. Because when DJ Khaled came out with having Baby twice on the album, Jay-Z and Nas on the same track, like two or three Drake tracks, like he basically had a whole Drake EP on the album and still didn't have a number one over Tyler the Creator's album. Let me see how much he sold, cause, cause that's pretty crazy. Like honestly, now that I think about it, having all those tracks, having all those tracks, I like I would have to like. There's, there's no way. So he he sold eighty to a hundred thousand. See that's. And that's why, like, it's just, it just doesn't, just make an album yourself. Like, I don't understand why it's so bad to, it, it, it's not bad to, to make an album and just have mostly yourself on it. Because obviously, these are not helping out. As, well, I mean, they're definitely helping as far as sales. Like, I, I can't even say that. You, you have to go on your album. You, you was probably projected to do less if you didn't have him on there. So he definitely helped. But at the same time, selling eighty to 100000 it is just not bad. But having all those features on it is just like, okay, what would you would have sold without them? Like, like why, why are the sales looking like this when you have all these hot name artists on here? So, but yeah, so that's, that's all I really have for for the young thug album i understand that it's just like not something that young thug focuses on which is why he didn't have a huge rollout plan like he literally promoted the album for like what one week five he, he really promoted it for like five days and then dropped it so i can't really fault him on that well you can't fault him because if he does care about sales but if he doesn't then this doesn't really probably doesn't bother him that much and it, young thug really strikes me as an artist who really just focuses on the quality so, yeah, Young Thug and The GOAT is still battling for number one as, of course, when you're The GOAT, you're six week of, of putting out, or what, it's been like a month or two since Drake's put out his album, and he's still battling with hip-hop artists for having the number one selling uh, album for the week. Like, it's literally 
Like he's in his seventh week of CLB and he's competing with Young Thug's punk album for our first uh for for the hip hop number one sales for the first week. I don't even know if that makes sense. Okay, let me rephrase that. Drake and Young Thug are in a sales battle for the number one spot on the Billboard 200 this week as far as album sales go. Punk is currently at 82,000. Certified Level Boy is currently at 82,000. You want me to let you know what this means? Drake is literally the biggest artist to ever put out music for the hip hop genre. Now that is like, at this point it's a fact. It's like watching LeBron ball out at age like 57 and being like, you know what, Michael Jordan may still, no, LeBron is literally greatest basketball player ever. Uh, and then with, with with Drake, he's literally the great, the, the most, the most like profitable hip hop artist to ever grace a mic. And it's just crazy, honestly. So those are the sales for Young Thug. He's still battling with the GOAT in his seventh week. And, and it's really insane if you think about it. Like if it's, it's really unexplainable. The, the greatness that man. Like it's yeah, let me just move on. So yeah, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Young Thug's punk album? And what is your favorite track off of the album? Now we're gonna get into Nintendo's new well latest news and new DLC for Animal Crossing. 